Hello everybody and welcome to the Doctor's Notes podcast by Doc's Castle Media, a podcast I created to share the notes of one of my favorite reality shows ever, Big Brother USA. I'm your host Doc and I'm here to talk BP perspective from Doc's point of view. So here we go. Okay, it's time to do another Doctor's Notes podcast for you guys and recapping another episode of Big Brother. Okay, I have been lagging and taking forever and not really being consistent with um, posting recaps. And because this is a different period, we're entering holiday seasons. I'm getting busy. I'm sorry, you guys. It's just not working. So this episode is kind of special because this is not a double featured um recap this will be a triple feature recap and this is um this episode could either go long or can go short it's just basically me winging what i know as far as what's going on with big brother um i haven't been keeping up like i'm not up to date where as far as where we are currently with big brother so um i'm just going to give you where my perspective is up to what i know of the game so far I'm at the point of there being a final five. So this is the final five recap where we are with the last couple of people in the house. And I'm giving you a recap of an entire week. So say if I was just to do one episode a week, this is literally how an episode for the Doctor's Notes podcast should go if I did one weekly podcast. But because Big Brother is demanding of so many recaps throughout the week there's so much stuff that happens and it's required that I do multiple recap episodes so who knows this episode like I said it could go either way it could be long or it could be short it's just the matter of what I feel like explaining or what's important to bring up to you guys during my talk so um basically we start off this episode being a uh I believe the first episode, this is a live eviction episode. This is the double eviction episode when it comes to the eviction of Blue and America. And I'm pretty sure that everyone knows now that they are out of the house. Because if you are following Big Brother in real time, then you would know that they are pretty much gone. So Blue was made aware of being the target before she had left out of the house. And that's how we started the episode for the double eviction. Um, you know, everyone's talking to her and she's okay with the eviction, but, um, but going home, um, but she was hoping that she was going to be in a final three with, uh, Matt and Jack. And it's just a realization that she knows that she is not in a final three with them. Um, the minute men will pull a trigger on her before she guns for them. So, and it's obvious, like I don't think Blue would ever gun for the Minutemen. I really think that they were really her brothers. They had more of loyalty, you know. She was more loyal to them than anyone else in the house. So, But because she's such a good competitor there, I'm pretty sure that they didn't think that they could possibly beat her at some point. And it could be a danger depending on whoever else is left in the house when it comes to um, it being Blue being an HOH with everyone else that's left. Of course, when we look at who's going on the block, as far as next to Blue, it's America. America is obviously the odd one out. So she's ultimately going to be the be the one to go up 
against her because they don't have an alliance with her. And she doesn't have an alliance with pretty much anyone else in the house. So it's because she's awkwardly placed now in this house, it's going to be her that's going to go up on the block anyway. Uh, one day before the eviction, um, Jake tells Matt about Felicia coming to him with information, though. And Matt tells Sari that Felicia did this, you know, because the information that Jack gives, um, um, not Jack, the information that Felicia comes with them is not more so, she's just trying to, to stir a pot a little bit, Felicia's trying to stir a pot a little bit, or she's not stirring a pot, she's just trying to place her safety in the game. So, we already know that Blue and America are, like, pretty much out the door, so we pretty much paying attention whoever's left the final five that's left and this is giving us a play for what's happening for the following week um uh, matt tells sari that felicia gives information to jack so you know that matt is basically good warning sari that felicia has loose lips because obviously sari and felicia are by default playing with each other and Jack doesn't want Felicia with the information that he has. Like, he doesn't want to let anyone know the possibilities of Blue being the real target at all. So, um, if he doesn't want to tell that information, but he does trust giving someone the information. He's trusting Matt and Bowie Jane with the information. Um, that's where we lay. We, 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 we watch that play out in this game. But... With the eviction of both Blue and America, they're gone. And we're we're left to see who's the next people to win HOH when they are out of the house now. That America and Blue are out of there. Um, in that double eviction episode, because I don't really have to go over that. Um, <laughs> um, the HOH competition for uh, the episode, the next episode. Once America is gone and once Blue is gone... We're left in seeing where uh, who's going to be the next HOH. And in the HOH competition that was presented, it was, I forgot the name of what the um, competition was, but it was similar to like a bowling game where they had to knock down um, what was the pins would be the faces of the remaining players in the game. They had to knock down those pins or those faces and whoever knocks down all of the players out of the game um, you know, excluding themselves because you know yourself is included. Um, they win the HOH, and according to who wins this, whoever was able to knock out everybody, Matt was the one that was able to win this HOH. He knocked everybody out, and he is this is his first HOH. It was his, um, the only HOH he had, I think, this season. I think he mainly won vetoes, I don't think he won any HOHs. So, yeah, this is a really good competition for Matt. And for it to be so close to the end of the game, this is a very important HOH because um, he might not have so much say. It's kind of, oh, you kind of don't want to win this HOH in a way because whoever is left to vote, they have the ultimate decision. And you're the, the only way that you have a decision is if it becomes a split vote. That's the only way that Matt has a decision this week. So his HOH, even though it's cool to be this close to the end with an HOH win, it's still a HOH that is dangerous, actually, because you don't really have a say in it. 
I do want to point out that Matt, when he won his HOH, we finally get to see what's going on in his HOH room. And Riley wrote him a letter. I thought that was so cute. We always rooting for Riley to kind of really kind of give us a sign on whether she liked it um, met or not. Because like when you're watching the beginning of the season, they were talking in the middle of the night, being late night rats is what they call themselves. Just, you know, talking game. And she basically would help him with his game since he's deaf. You know, telling him what's going on in the house, anything that he had missed. But they had a close relationship and she's actually out there in the real world rooting for him and I thought that was really cute that she had took a picture with his mom and sent it to him they put that in the show for us to see um you can definitely tell that there isn't that much uh strategic talk now that there is I left five people in the house at this moment um with there being only five people left um we get to see little things like the HOH competitions or small things, small little little things that they put in the show as fillers. And that's basically what we're seeing. So, but I don't want to talk about the fillers anyway. I don't want to go and talk about the fillers. But after Matt wins this HOH competition, it's like Felicia has automatically got a gut feeling that's telling her that she got to go on the block. Because Felicia, prior to this uh hoh win for matt she has been on the block six times so she is hoping that she doesn't get on the block for a seventh time which is a fail because at the end of the day at the end of the episode matt decides to put sari and felicia on the block it's crazy because matt has been telling Sari that he would never put her on a block because he has this strong relationship with Sari and they just have this secret dynamic that's going on and nobody really knows how close that they are with each other and he's been telling Sari that he is not going to put her up but Sari has it in herself and her gut is telling her that she will be hurt if Matt decides to put her up on a block but she knows that it might be a good gameplay for him Anyway, like in the back of here, everybody knows. Like, if you're watching this game or you in part of this game, you're really playing good and you know you're not really clueless to anything, I'm pretty sure that she knows that it would be better. Well, actually, it is better for, for Matt to take Sari anyway out of the competitors that's left in the game. But, um, Sari knows that he has a loyalty towards Jag that may be stronger you know it's just stronger so I think she's aware she is hoping that she isn't disappointed but at the end of the episode of course she is put as a nominee next to Felicia and that makes us move on to the next episode <laughs> the second episode I want to talk about is the veto episode so the veto episode um I would say it's not going to share that much because it, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> the At the end of the episode, we found out that the nominees stayed the same. So it really kind of doesn't matter about much of the strategy or what's being talked about in that episode. Um, ultimately, Jag and Bowie Jane has the say of who is to leave out of the house when it comes to Felicia and Sari. So, everyone in this episode is, I believe, gunning for the veto. We learn in this episode basically which alliance that is left in the house that the Minutemen have 
right now, it reigns supreme because the right now the Minutemen are in charge. The Minutemen being Matt and Jay, and they have two alliances that 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 they were working with. That there left in the final five. You have the alliances with Felicia and Sari that they have, and then you have the alliance that they have on the other side with Bowie Jane. So we learn in this episode where it reigns supreme, where Matt and Jag will see is the most important to take to the end, honestly. Um, Matt labels Felicia as his target in this episode, but it's not the same when it comes to his true alliance that we find out being Bowie Jane and Jag. Um, they call themselves the Mafia the final three and they are versing themselves against the mamas which is Sari and Felicia um and it's looking like the talk is being aimed in a way where Jag is wanting to basically push the idea that it may be Sari but who knows we get to the veto competition, and the veto competition, I remember the name of this one, this one is the um, Swamp Slasher. The veto competition is basically them, um, it's a makeshift swamp that they created in the game, and they have to glide down the swamp, get in the water, glide down the swamp um, with these pieces. There's 25 pieces that they need to collect to build an antenna. Once you build the antenna and you balance it without falling with these 25 pieces, um, you are the winner of the veto competition. In this case, um, everyone competed, I believe, in this competition, and the winner of the competition was Jag, um, the veto king of the season, I think. And um, basically, Jag won, and um, he decided to leave the nominees the same i believe um yeah like i said because there's not really that much i needed to go over uh there was the fact that sari did try to turn her charm up on jag to you know possibly you know have him take her off of the block and put bowie jane up but jag is aware of the danger of sari whenever she turns on her charm that's how she's gotten that far in the game without even winning any competition. She sat on the block once prior to this time. And she has still gotten so far in this game. Jag is aware of that charm and he knows that he has to keep the nominees the same in order to feel as though he's going to switch on his, his gamer face. Like he knows that that's what she do. So do the opposite. Don't give her that lead way. And that's exactly what he's doing. He remained firm in his decisions in knowing this. And kept the nominees the same. And so then we move on to our eviction episode. Which is um, pretty much self-explanatory. Everyone is deciding on whether we're going to vote out Felicia or Suri. But, you know, everybody has to have their last minute pitches and, you know, talks about what's going on. So uh, that's what happened. We start off the episode with Felicia and Sari still being on the block. And Jack has to take the opportunity in this episode to convince Matt to get Sari out instead of Felicia. Because Matt is set on Felicia being the target. He's secretly working with Sari. Well, he has a bond with Sari. 
that he likes to keep. Um, she is like, he is like her son. So he, and Jag, I think Jag is aware of that. So Jag is trying to put his foot down and figure out where he can um, switch that target from Felicia onto Sari. So um, there's an opportunity where he brings in Bowie Jane to talk about the final decisions on which was the best for their final three, their mafia. And in Matt's mind, while they're having this conversation, he's not really giving too much leeway of what he thinks about Sari. He doesn't want anyone to know that that's what he's working with. So just keeps it a secret not really saying much not really reacting on what they're saying and jag and bowie jane are pretty much saying that they're ready to just blindside sari get her out because she's the better social game player more dangerous player than it is with felicia but at the end of the day it doesn't even matter who goes out of felicia and sari when it comes to the final three alliance for them because at the end of the day they know that it's going to be Matt, Bowie, Jane, and Jag. It's just that Matt doesn't want to be the one to have to make that decision. He is sad about it. I know. You can see it in his face. Um, he's a little disappointed. You know, he really does have a relationship and care for Suri. But that decision is not in his hands. He's not the one voting. And I don't think that Jag and Bowie, Jane, were ever going to put the opportunity for it to be a tiebreaker, even though it wouldn't matter because they're the final three that's going to the end. Basically, it is what it is. It's, it is what it is. What Matt is left with his, his alliance that reigns supreme making the final decision. Also, in this episode, we go to the jury house. They finally give us like a recap of what's happening in the jury house. And we kind of get a gist of what everybody's thinking and who is everyone's rooting for. And I want to give everyone a reminder of who is in the jury house. I think there are seven people in the jury house this season. So who is currently in there? We had Cameron who entered the jury house first. You had Corey that entered next. And then I believe we had Blue after that, America after that, and now we're waiting on the next person, um, <clears throat> which we're finding out at the end of this episode. <clears throat> but as far as uh, Cameron and Corey, America and Blue, we are learning who they're rooting for inside of the house. Cameron is a full-on fan of Jag because of the what he had to face or what Cameron saw he had to face in the house being voted out people just completely going him having to constantly win competitions in order to keep his position in the house Cameron is a fan of Jack so we know that Cameron is rooting for Jack and America is rooting for Suri and Felicia just because she's feeling a little bitter we always got a person that's in the jury that's a little bit bitter and upset about what had happened to them in the game so America is rooting for who is obviously not going to win this season <laughs> because they're on the block right now. He doesn't know. Corey is rooting for Matt for his social game. He sees though Matt has not touched the block at all throughout the whole season. And he thinks that is something that it can be commended. 
there is no problems. Like, that means that she's, he's really nice. He got along with everyone and avoided any drama. And Corey commends that. So, it looks like he is rooting for Matt. And then, when we get down to Blue, of course, Blue is rooting for her man, Jag. That's her best friend in the house. Jag, from the jump, has just been her friend. So, she's rooting for Jag. So, we got two people rooting for Jag. One person rooting for Sari and Felicia randomly, and then we had one person rooting for Matt. But nobody seems to be rooting for Bowie Jane. And Bowie Jane's game doesn't really seem like it is posing any alerts or like she did anything special to anyone. So I don't know if anyone's rooting for Bowie Jane, but I know I ain't rooting for Bowie Jane. And if she wins this season, I am upset because Bowie Jane, like why? The people that's left in this house, I... Honestly, in my opinion, if I was in Jag, I'm rooting for Jag. Like, Jag is the one that has to win. Because he's the one that's worthy out of everyone that's left in their house to win, I feel like. Matt is the second. And Bowie Jane, for real, like, you, I mean, she won an HOH, I guess. But so did Matt now. <laughs> he won an HOH, too, being at the end of the game. So it doesn't matter. The person who played... The hardest to me in this house so far is Jag. So if I'm going to go on what the jury is saying, I'm going to say, I'm going to root and be the third person to root for Jag with, along with Blue and Cameron. Because they know these are the two other competitors, honestly, that, it, that that's in the jury house. I feel like America and Korea, I couldn't consider them competitors or whatever. They just the love interest in the jury house. But the competitors, the people that actually competed, Blue and Cameron... And won some competitions for endurances and stuff like that. I think that they, I'm on a, a right accord with them. Jag is deserving of winning. Jag is deserving of winning Big Brother out of all of them. But anyway, let's go back to what happens inside the Big Brother house. Outside of, you know, jury. That's the jury. That's what's going on with them. Um... When we go inside, we decide to vote and we see that there was a two to zero vote for Sari and Sari was evicted out of the house out of Sari and Felicia. So it looks like uh, Jag and Bowie Jane had the upper hand, of course. They made the final decision out of everything, of course. And Matt, I'm sure he wasn't surprised that that was going to happen. But regardless, it was it didn't matter out of it was just who's going to leave first out of felicia and sari and it's looking like it is sari so we're left with there being a final four in the house and the final four that is left in the house is bowie jane jag matt and felicia at the end of that episode um <clears throat> the true alliance that is revealed that's all i want to say the true alliance reveal is Bowie, Jane, Matt, and Jag. That's what it's showing. At the end of this season, the end of this game, that's what it's all boiling down to. And um, would I say that I am proud of where we ended? I don't know, you guys. Like, I was rooting for an old person alliance since the beginning of the season to try to make it. They did not work picked each other one by one off and so now we're left with there are there's only one person that was in that group that is left is bowie jane who would have thought bowie jane be the one that would be the one that's left out of the old people alliance 
did she ever tell her true age? Who knows? We don't know nothing that Bowie Jane's doing because she doesn't talk. But she made it to the end. Uh, I want to say who the MVP player of my Doctor's Note podcast is. Uh, I would say that the MVP player um, for this one, I think, I would say it could be Matt. Um, he won his first HOH, and he wasn't manipulated by Suri. So he stayed strong and true with the people that he knows for sure won't turn on him when he made the decision to put Suri and Felicia on the block, which makes him an MVP player. But Jag also becomes an MVP player, too, because when we get to the eviction episode to evict Suri, he played his part in making sure that everyone in his alliance knew that Suri had to be the one to go. So he... I don't necessarily make it, say that makes him a most valuable player because this seems like that was something that would have been pre- predictable. So maybe I would. Maybe I want to just keep the most valuable player for this Dr. Notes podcast to be Matt and solely Matt because Matt won the HOH and he proved that he couldn't be manipulated. He just made a decision that he felt was great for his game. Um... So, I don't think there's that much anything else that I want to go over as far as the Big Brother episode. I just recapped like three episodes that quick. I really didn't give too much strategic talk. There wasn't really much strategic talk to happen. The nominees stayed the same throughout the whole week. And there isn't any people in the house to talk strategy. So, The fillers that were given to us in this game had to do with the fact that we saw Matt um, be wooed by Riley in her letter. (laughs) He's he's intrigued and excited to see that he may have a girlfriend once he leaves the big brother house. And then like when it comes to the competitions, like they weren't competitions that I feel like when we get to this part of the season we don't really care too much about even though we're only at four five people left in the house i don't know why is it that i can never remember like the competitions towards the end of the game like in this part you only remember when there's like three people competing but when it comes down to like these five people four people competing, i don't never remember it so it's whatever so anyway back to explaining we saw that it really didn't matter anyway because, like I said, the dominoes stayed the same. The same people win. Jag, again, won another veto. Yay, Jag. We're getting tired of seeing you win the same thing all over, but whatever. Um, We basically saw who well, Alliance reigns supreme, too. Like, we see that the Mamas is out the door and the Mafia is who is in charge now and who is going to the end of this season. All in all, uh, we've made it to the final five, um, and and now the final four with Sari being out of the house now. Um, what am, what am I to say? I don't know what else there is to say, you know. But this has been a good season so far. So, uh, the next episode we'll figure out who wins hoh um after uh 
Tari has been out of the house, um, been evicted. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Since Sari has been evicted, and then we'll see who's going to be solidified to be in the final three. But anyway, there's no Twitter updates because, like I said, I am behind, you guys. My predictions for how the show will go moving forward will mainly be in the next episode. But until next time, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning into the Doctor's Notes podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found value in what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. For more updates and Doc's Castle content, follow me on my social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Doc's Castle. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics that you'd like to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to me via email at docscastlemediainfo at gmail.com. Remember, your support means the world to me, and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. But until next time, peace out.